Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Miss Lady, how are you? Can you hear me fine? I can hear you loud and clear. How are things going? Everything is great. <laughs> now that you got on right. <laughs> yes, I just moved, I moved to the Mac my phone but i but i i see what the problem is you have to give permission for it on your microphone mm -hmm. but it was easier for me to do it on my laptop than it was for me to do on my phone oh really i i don't know it's probably because you know i'm the only person that's holding on to this android i just won't try trade it for an iphone but no, i got iphone everything got nothing to do with it Honey, i am an android i'm telling you after I left my BlackBerry, I tried iPhone for about a year. You remember the BlackBerry days, girl? Yes. So That's when I had next time. And then I went straight to Android. I had an HTC, something from T-Mobile, and that was the first touchscreen smartphone they had. And they gave me so many problems. But that's where I was, and I was like, I love it, I love it, I love it. After that, I went to a Note, and I've been a Note. I've been a part of the Note family since Note three. Oh wow! Now I'm new to Note now, so you know you saw my phone. So I have the um the the S twenty Ultra. This mm -hmm. is my first Note, but I love it. But I have always I just I have a a love affair with Samsung. I'm like one of those people that you know how you get a brand and then you're just loyal to that brand. <laughs> and yes. but like I wouldn't but I know one thing like I wouldn't buy a Samsung because I heard they have a lot of issues no matter how cool it looks cuz you know you could touch it and look inside the refrigerator without actually opening it. But I Girl, heard they have a lot of problems. I didn't do but all of that now. As far so as I, phones, uh, as far as phones and TVs, yeah. My, my like, house is Samsung down all the way. Okay. See, so now, just the thing, I, I'm, but you know what it is when I said brand loyalty? I have brands for certain things. Like anything appliance-wise, I'm going to definitely always go with Maytag. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I grew up on Maytag. I mean, I probably, I remember the washing machine in my grandmother's house probably is still there. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, mean, I mean, that washing machine hadn't broke down all the years that I lived there until I probably moved from there at like 25. That washing machine was still there working. So I just like, okay, if I get a house, I'm going to get all Maytag appliances because I know they're never going to break. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. So let me tell you something else. So we built the house and we just moved in in um, June. And Every appliance in this house is Samsung. Every last. So how, how are you liking it? Well, reason why I did that is because when I the last house that I lived in when I was in California, my whole my whole kitchen was Samsung. And then oh, but awesome. I've never look, let me tell you something funny. So I've never owned a brand new washing dryer my whole entire life. I was always a single parent, so I was just like, I just need to wash clothes and dry them. You know what I mean? So I would go to the used mm -hmm. places, and they did all the used appliances were Maytag, Whirlpool, GE. I ain't never seen nothing in the used store that was Samsung. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but 
when I had the opportunity, the last house I lived in, the kitchen was Samsung. I was in love. So when I moved into this house, I was like, and then they had Samsung appliances. I was like, oh, yes. Father God, you love me for real. Because that's what I wanted. So my very first washer and dryer that is brand new, out the box, straight from the L people, and I'm not saying no names because they're not paying me, is a Samsung washer dryer. Okay, awesome. Okay. And then guess what? Really? Yeah. How that... And yeah, because I'm thinking about even when I bought my my first, because I got my first my first house when I was like 27, mm-hmm. and but I had a Maytag back then too. <laughs> like I remember, that's what like I just always I pro- like I said you a lot of people don't um, put into the fact of the way that they was raised is the reason why they do the things that they do, and mm-hmm. I just always know that my grandmother house because my grandmother owned a well now she's passed away so i have this three family house in the bronx okay and she has always had maytag appliances and i never seen them having any problems and i remember just like i said growing up it was all this one washing machine that she had i swear to you if it broke down i didn't know it <laughs> always was there the whole time i was growing up up until I like moved out and moved into my own apartment and at that time mm-hmm. I probably was like 21, 22 and that same washing machine was there <laughs> so I say Ooh, that be I'm gonna save me some money cause I'm gonna buy me some Maytag <laughs> but so far like I lived in this house almost next year will be 10 years and we had all Maytag appliances when I moved in I bought them all new and I haven't had mm-hmm. no problems Refrigerator, stove, the the dishwasher, the washer dryer—they're all made that. Okay, okay, okay. So, everybody. But I. But every time I see a Samsung, I want to upgrade them. Because <laughs> 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 I told you, I, I love Samsung. Out, so like, like, maybe they'll come out with the Samsung, another Samsung, and I and I need to just hold on. You know what I mean? Because I got the ten, and then the eleven came out, and then. He's like, you can't upgrade every time a phone comes out. But that's what I want to do. That's my jish. That's what I like to do. You know what I mean? But anyway, everybody, I want to introduce you guys to, first of all, let me introduce myself to those who don't know me and who are joining this iPod for the first time. I am here to inspire, motivate, and coach and make sure people are prepared in the business world a lot of people say do your business work your business but is it a business or is it a hustle my name is valicia l williams and i'm a sales conversation expert and author of sales ain't that damn hard you can buy that book pre-sales why it's cheaper at www.salesain'tthatdamnhard.com um and this is wineful conversations Here we have conversations about life, sales, travels, lifestyle, business, and more while we are sipping on our favorite wine or beverage. It can be alcohol or non-alcoholic. You know, we just have fun over here. We just give you the information in a fun setting. Hey, everybody take a deep breath. WTF. 
it's wine time finally and tonight i'm sipping on my famous mimosa that's a breakfast dessert i mean bre- uh, yeah dessert breakfast beverage <laughs> get that all souped up so in the way that i make it i have a a flavored rum and then i also have Prosecco, and I also have a rose sparkling wine with orange juice. I like more mem than osa, but with and infused with um, what's it, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, and some a little uh, uh, apricots and passion fruit. Ugh, oh my goodness, it's so good. If you don't sip it, you'll just I mean, you can it's, it's a good it's a good breakfast drink. But you gotta sip it. I can give everybody else the. I, I think I did a um a live one time about how I made it. But anyway, tonight everybody, I have the pleasure of having my sister girl from Atlanta, Georgia, and she is Yvette D. Best. Ain't that a name to have, D. Best? <laughs> Yvette D. Best, okay, she is. Let me let me give you her um her resume. She is um she has been a in a in the accounting field since 1989. She's a four-time best-selling author. She's um an IRS enrolled agent and and has an MBA degree. She is federally licensed to represent taxpayers worldwide. Okay. And she has also her women-led firm, Best Services LLC, located at. I'll let you give all that information, all right? But um, because I'm gonna ask you later on this evening where people can find you, all right? But everybody okay. know you are in Atlanta, Georgia. That's hot Atlanta. That's where I used to live. That's my stomping grounds, and you know I'm there from time to time. So, Miss Yvette, how was your day? busy <laughs> it was busy that's good like most people um i don't know about other accountants but i'm still doing taxes from 2019 there's there's a lot of people out there whose taxes are not completed yet okay so yeah okay when you said not completed yet what do you mean by that meaning that they haven't filed their 2019 tax returns and now they're running in the office trying to get them done because about this next $600 stimulus which so requires mean- 2019 tax returns to be completed before you can get it mm. so the government is only giving $600 and not giving $2,000 um no the senate voted a hun- last count was that I saw was like 134 and they said no and like I said they still that part would still have to be worked out but $600 was already in the bill Okay, they had already approved that bill it was when Trump said he wanted it to be 2000 you know the Democrats was like yay that's what we wanted from the beginning they immediately redraft the bill just changing the 600 to 2000 and it went through the house of course when it got to the senate they were like no but like i said that bill was already the bill part was already signed it was he signed the part the 600 part was already agreed to it was the mm-hmm. 2000 trying to get that the signatures to change it to and that's not done 
and I don't want anybody to even hold a breath for two thousand dollars. Don't even hold your breath for it. Just get the six hundred dollars. The six hundred dollars they're gonna give for each dependent. Go forth and be great. And the three hundred dollars okay, so, so, gonna give for unemployment. Just go forth and be great. Okay. So with that being said, what? Okay, let's talk about this stimulus bill as far as the ppp and all of that other stuff with with the what what are what should small business owners and entrepreneurs be prepared for because i really don't understand it i paid somebody to do all of my paperwork and stuff like that because i really don't have time so um and i know a lot of people say well you can do this for free and this and that first of all time is money i pay for convenience <laughs> yes, as the as do most people. It's I always tell people that people will always pay for convenience. But when it comes, first of all, a lot of people was not eligible for the first round of the EDI, the E, the EIDL loans and for PPP because they paperwork wasn't together. Then you have people who have businesses but are taught by their tax professionals because they may also have a full-time job to have this business operating as a loss. So they still wasn't eligible to get any PPP or the um, idle loan except for the, you know, the, the grant because they, you know, they changed the 10,000 to 1,000 per employee. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the people who did fraud. That's that's a whole nother conversation for another Wine for Wednesday. <laughs> okay. But, um, the the key is documentation documentation beats conversation you have to have a business that was cash positive meaning that it was some type of you had a net profit from the business you can't go in with a loot with a business at a loss and then believe that you're going to take and now borrow money it doesn't work that way then with this new round of money that they're giving it's really to help the businesses that took a loss. So you're going to have to show from 2019 versus 2020 that the mm -hmm. business had a 25% or more loss in business. The best thing about this bill is for the restaurants because they were hit very hard when COVID came about. So mm -hmm. like their PPP is going to be more than the regular businesses. They're going to get like 3.5% more for payroll when mm -hmm. it's usually 2.5 for everyone else. And mm -hmm. one of the caveats for business owners is that for year 2021 and 2022, business meals will be 100% deductible when usually it was 50%. It will be now for the next two years, business meals will be 100% deductible. However, this business meal has to take place in a restaurant. And they only, and I know they're doing that to, you know, to bolster us coming out and going to the restaurants and spending money and doing business meals. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Which I am and definitely used to. I'm definitely no used to, I mean, to doing business in a restaurant. Yeah. I'm just like, I guess if you was the person who was taking people to Starbucks and 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 um Panera Bread, I don't think that's gonna cut it. You're gonna really have to come out of your pocket, maybe upgrade it to maybe your next step is to go to Applebee's or a you know a mom and pop diner because that's still gonna be considered a restaurant. 
Okay. Was, and no problem with that because I, I actually have a um, membership at a private club here in Columbia. And um, my membership, I have to pay for meals every time. So I got a whole, huh? What? I have, to, I have a whole running, okay. like, I got a sign and go membership. So I can come in and have a, a, a business meeting, you and I, at, at this at this club. I'll put you on because they're, this club is a, is a worldwide club, and they do have a couple of them in Atlanta. But you do have it to be a small business, and you have to have an invite. So... I go there and invite people for business to business. So I, 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 I guess I'm good, right? Yes, you're good because I'm. I'm assuming the place that you're going to inside of it is a restaurant. It's not. I mean, the thing Girl, about absolutely. it is, you just want to make sure that these business meals are happening in a restaurant. However, the IRS has not said or gave a definition of what a restaurant is. So. It mm. still leaves the leeway for you to meet at Starbucks, Panera, unless they say, no, these ones don't count. They haven't defined what a restaurant is. So, but like I said, to be in compliance for me, you just go to a place that I would say if it's a restaurant, most restaurants serve alcohol. So this is what, in my mind, that's the definition of a restaurant. It's a place where I'm going to also be able to get alcohol. If it's not a place that I can get alcohol, then I wouldn't think of it as a restaurant. Oh, understanding understood over here, because you know this is mindful conversations. <laughs> yes. So like I said, my, my definition of a restaurant is that you're going to be able to order some type of spirit while, you, <laughs> while you're there. So I think if you keep in line with though the that type of definition wherever you go, there is some type of wine or beer there, you should be fine as far as having your 100% deductible business meal there. And the business meal should be pre-planned. That was already in tax law. Um, most people like to do business meals on the fly. I really like documents. Again, I said documentation beats conversation. So if you take a quick minute to send an invite to a person to meet you at a certain place and this is what you're going to discuss, you know, it's going to check all those boxes of what a business meal is. It's going to say who's there, why are y'all there, what was the topic of the conversation, um, the place that you met at, and the time. So you're going to have all five of those things in the little invite to tell the person, hey, I met with this person and it was definitely a business meal. Awesome. 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 Also, Girl, you just gave me a lot of insight on that part. Because a business meal for me, that's like, I don't, I, I would, a lot of times when I meet somebody, I don't put the location there and all of that other stuff that you put in there that you talked about. I just, I just put that, put their name on the, um, on the invite. Yes. But you, but again, since you're having your meals at the same place, you know, I mean, I like, I like Google email because you, you know, that Gmail has, you know, the templates where you can have canned responses. So you can save it as a canned response. You pick it up. You're already going to have the meal at the same place. All you're doing is adding the person's email address and their name to let them know this is where they're going to come and win. So you could do that as well. Like I said, I try to work as smart as possible because you're going to meet with a lot of people. And next year when the world opens back up, I mean, the world is already open, but I mean, when people are really going to start gearing up because you know, when it's the new year is new year, new me, new things. 
people are going to start trying to move around. They, they, they are. They're just going to, it's just what it is. They're going to start trying to move around. And as they bring this vaccine more into play and a lot of more people start receiving it, whether they really want to or not, because I really believe for us to get out of the United States, we're going to have to get that vaccine. They're not going to let us out of here. Like the other mm. countries are going to say, we need proof inside of your passport that you got the COVID vaccine. I can see them doing that. Mm. I can just, maybe not mm. every country, but the, yeah, the major ones. Cause you see right now, like you see Jamaica was like, Hey, <laughs> we're not going to take that vaccine right yet. <laughs> we're going to let's see how the, you know, the big nations make out and then we'll just hold back and see how it goes. Yeah, because Jamaica is not really a big country. That's true. And like I, I said, I went over there. Okay, so me and my husband, we went over there because I do own a travel business. So we went over there and then we took a, you know, like a metro, but you know, like Marta, right? We took a Marta, I'm just going to say it's a Marta, to Ojos Rios, Kingston, uh, um, Montego Bay, another little private country, little private island. Out, I, I was like, excuse me. I was like, oh my gosh, we could take a a bus everywhere. And guess how much it cost us? Twenty dollars or less per trip per person. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like really? If I would have known this a long time ago, I'm glad I know it now. So that's why I'm going to send all my clients when they go to Jamaica and, and give them that information. So oh, no, I see I that you are a, um, I know that you are a, uh, um, I know that you train, I train other um, professionals, accountants and stuff like that. Tell me what that entails. Well, we have, okay, so I have a partnership with webce.com they are like one of the providers of irs approved education courses so what i do is i i partner with them and we offer training to other tax professionals but we're able to do it at a better discount than most of the majors like most people are not enrolled on preparers that's they just not licensed or have the credential to represent tax preparers um excuse me taxpayers they will be part of the annual filing season program so people were selling this class online some of it was 97 77 129 dollars and through my partnership with webce i was able to offer the class for 59 dollars but then we also mm -hmm. have a website with other training just all type of different tax training i mean the classes are um irs approved training so they get credit for taking these courses and i mean they're probably like 9.95 14.95 plus they get a 10 percent discount in the cart when they check out so whatever that 9.99 plus 10 percent off on that amount and they could take different type of classes and um the website for that is the business name it's best services unlimited dot school because you, basically you're going to tax school and i just want mm -hmm to encourage tax professionals to, you know, invest in their training, especially like now you have this new tax bill, $900 billion. 
with all different types of tax law, which right now I believe will delay the e-filing of next of next tax season because they have to put all of these things into the forms for us to be able to use them. You still have to study. If you don't know what are the new tax laws that may be available, if they make them retroactive to 2020, you're not going to give them to your clients and then they're going to miss out. Just like a lot of people don't, they're not doing research into the sick leave for self-employed people that's up, that's worth up to $10,000 if they were affected by COVID. It's so many different things between the CARES Act and this new omnibus agreement, which is the $900 billion agreement, the new one, you have to study. And what happens is a lot of when January comes, I just notice everybody and their grandmother and great-grandmother is doing taxes. That does not mean that they know anything. They're using software. They feel, oh, they're using TurboTax. Right. <laughs> which, right. May, if, again, even with a do-it-yourself program, you still got to know something about tax law. Because they're not giving you all that information right. in, them, in those do-it-yourself programs. Yeah. Right, because I actually can start, I can actually start me a whole call center. And, and hire TurboTax people. Yes, yes. Something that I had. I, I <laughs> we had, I had a call center, twenty five people, and they were answering phones for TurboTax. Mhm. Yep. So. Yep, I saw that. We, I, yeah, I, I, it, I, I know about that. I, I was like, and um, they're always looking for people. And the thing about it is, they're always looking for people for TurboTax because the people get burnt out. Because again, people just, mm-hmm. and what they didn't realize was when they hire people for TurboTax, you have to know something about taxes. It's not just about answering the call, answering the phones. No. They, they want you to look around the tax forms, walk with them through the product. So yeah, you still need to know something about taxes. But I mean, if it's somebody, a tax professional just starting out, I always tell them TurboTax would be a great place for you to be at. I mean, they pay like, I think like 20 to $25 an hour, you can answer the phone. And talk to other tax taxpayers that's using the product so they can complain to you. It it gives you I, I tell people it gives you a humbling experience of customer service. If you could mm-hmm. probably deal with TurboTax forms, with people on the phone, you probably could deal with anybody. Right. So on the business side of it, and I know you're talking about we be talking about business, and um, and I know you do personal, but. I want to stick really close to the business side of it. So what I want to, um, a question I need to ask is, I see that you are a strategic planner. What is strategic planning and how does that help a small business or entrepreneur? Okay, so um, you every live that I do, I always start with tax planning is a year long event. It's a year long event. You should be meeting with your accountant at least four times a year not just at the mm. tax table. Um, because tax planning is a year long event. Also, I'm a firm believer that your accountant and your bookkeeper should be two different people. Me personally, you should be your bookkeeper and your accountant is the person that you meet with to strategize, meaning I talk tax planning and business strategy with you. And I go over your books to see what you're spending your money on, as opposed mm-hmm. to the one who's actually doing the transactions and getting me the profit and loss statement. It's something I feel that's okay. your money. You know how you spend it. You should be the one tracking it. 
And I mean, if you get, I know people have several businesses, so you might want to outsource some of them, but the you should know how to do it first before you start outsourcing mm-hmm. it so you would know where to look if you don't think things is looking the way they should. Because as you making money, what happens sometimes, not all the time, accountants who have the right to represent you, such as myself, we get you underneath power of attorney. So you don't have to deal with the IRS. But if we're also doing your books, that means we have control over what you see in your books too. I don't think that's a a good internal control. So part of the strategy, like the first thing I teach them, I want you to do your own books and we're gonna meet with each other and discuss your books four times a year. The reason why we're doing that is that the time we meet, we're reviewing the three months that just passed. We're forecasting the three months that's coming. So you know what you did, how it's going, and what you're going to do for the next three months going forward. And that's how you stay proactive. Tax planning is proactive. You have to be proactive in your business decisions because that's how you make good decisions and you continue to be profitable the reason why everybody goes into business. I'm pretty sure nobody's going into business to not have not make money. Right. Honey, that's good. That's some good stuff to know. All right, so my next question is, um, so tell me, I can't even read my own. I can't read my own handwriting. Right <laughs> That's real bad. Like I can't read my own handwriting. That's bad. I'm, I'm, so I got to figure out what I'm trying to say to you. Oh, tell me how important it is, is it to have a business plan? Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's it's okay. So. I think the business plan is a ever evolving document. You may have a shorter Mm -hmm. business plan in the beginning when you first start the business and the business plan will be your format of how you want the business to run. Now, if you Mm -hmm. are starting a business where you think you're going to need investors, oh yeah, then you definitely have to take Mm -hmm. and put some money into having someone formate you a profit a profitable business plan that shows where this plan is going to go you because you're going to need financial projections especially if you're going to be trying to give the business plan to the SBA to get money from them you're going to have to really invest in a business plan and a business plan could cost you anywhere from I would say like 450 to $950 depending on how much money you're trying to shoot for, what type of, um, how much the financial projections they have to make. But the business plan is an ever evolving document. So what happens is once you get the business plan, so let's talk about startup. Startup, have your startup uh-huh. business plan and it's gonna show like a snapshot of what the first three years is gonna look like. But as you moving in the mm-hmm. business, you're gonna be able to move from what is called pro forma numbers that's just the estimate to real Mm -hmm. numbers so if you say year two you need more funding you're going to actually have what you made in the first year 
then you're saying I'm forecasting getting this and this in year two and three. So then when year three mm -hmm. comes and you might want to get another investor, you have actual numbers mm -hmm. from year one and two to show a person, yeah, this is what I'm actually doing. And this is what I think I'm going to do in year three. So that's why the business plan mm -hmm. is ever evolving because when you first make the, you might move to another area. Then that requires you to revamp mm -hmm. the business plan based on the area you're going to go. If you decide you want to expand locations, you may make the business plan for one location. If you say, I'm going to take and move to another location, then that's going to require you to take and revise the business plan to include that section, that second location. Or if you decide you want to give new products and services, you're going to have to revise the business plan to include those products and services. So that's why the business plan is an ever evolving document. The business plan should be looked at, in my opinion, minimum once a year, me, I'll, every six months, because you never know, because you come up with new ideas all the time as an entrepreneur. I mean, I come up with a new idea probably every minute. I wish sometimes I could turn off my brain for some, but most of the time I come up with ideas. Most of them are not for me. I usually come up with ideas for other people. <laughs> so I just say, I, do, I, just, I come up with ideas for other people and then I, I send messages to them. Hey, I was thinking, I think your business could grow if you do da 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 da. Don't know where the idea come from. I just give it, usually I give it to somebody else, especially if it don't have nothing to do with taxes or growing a business. That's all I want to do. Ideas for all types. I try to find somebody I think is that's doing it and I give it to them. Like, for example, there was a there's a a, um, a multi-level company that does the fingerprinting that, you know, it has the nail polish that you just press on your fingers. Uh -huh. Color Street, I think. And uh -huh. I knew there was a lady who was I was one of my clients who were doing like diva parties for little kids. So I said, hey, uh -huh. you might want to get involved with this multi-level marketing company that has the finger paint the paint that goes on the fingers that you just press on i mean that would be really easy for you to implement and sell parents who buy these parties for the little girls plus the little girls can pick any colors they want and just put it on their fingers and that's no way less work that you would have to do all these mm. nails like you're doing right now yeah because you know so you believe in the power of multi-level marketing um yes if you're working if if it if, if you're working the business with the intent to make a profit mm -hmm. that's because again no i am working the business with the intent to make a profit i i tell people i was involved i'm involved with a multi-level marketing company called my econ they do they do finance so they got a credit repair program <laughs> and all this other stuff but from my econ, when I worked, when I started income shifting with them, I probably was saving maybe like a thousand dollars a month, but I was taking that thousand dollars. It was matter of fact, be exact, $568 per pay period. And I was taking that money and putting it directly on my mortgage. I always tell people that my econ played one third of the part of the reason why I don't have a mortgage right now. Mm. And I've been guess what? this is my fourth year, but I got involved with my econ in 2016. Um, I was already in the process of paying down my house. And in the end of December of 2017, I got rid of that mortgage that I had. 
guess what? Why I am an affiliate with econ, my econ. I wish you, 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 you know what? You are a whole day late because I just did this today. Oh, wow. They know. Yes. So first of all, let me just tell you the power of talking about what you do to everybody. You understand what I'm saying? So if you would have told me and I met and I met you in Atlanta and when was it like September? Mm-hmm. So this is the power of network marketing MLM, okay? Wherever you go, whatever you do, however you do it, you always supposed to have a conversation with people and let them know what you do on every level. You know why? You, I could have been your person to enroll. You know why? Because I'm a real estate agent. And all I do is when people need credit repair, I enroll them in my econ and they do their own credit repair. Okay. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So this is the, a word to the wise. So anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you are in an MLM and you have a traditional business or either you are just in an MLM hashtag slash network marketing business and it is whatever you do this is supposed to be part of your conversation i do this i help people do this i'm excited about this because if not you're gonna you're gonna run into somebody who's like event you could have had me months ago did not know and you know me i mostly focus and, and you know what hold on let me before you start talking before you say anything else people like me who are realtors also i just use it to give people the opportunity to fix their own mm-hmm. credit that's what i do for in the tax that's treatment. all i do at, a, at, at and an affordable and at an affordable price and to have accountability because when people do it on their own they have accountability you understand what i'm saying because i was a part of another network marketing company that does credit repair and all they just they just did it for the for the customer which is actually illegal but they just did it for the they just did it for the customer and the reason why i know it's illegal because i didn't give them i'm i'm in it and they want me to be a product of the product and i had to give them permission to do credit repair on all my positive accounts i didn't do, i didn't get the permission for that i didn't say okay you can do my my credit repair on i had a lot of positive accounts and i was trying to buy a house so I, I, I even told them, and I told them, when you're buying a house, please, I, I don't, okay, so hold on. If you're buying a house, you're not supposed to have any disputes at all, period. None. No disputes. You're not supposed, if you're, gonna, if you're doing credit repair, you're doing it to remove collections when you're buying a house. You're not having any disputes. So this company would not even listen to me, so I had to actually cancel cancel my um my, my um my business with them because they didn't listen to me so my econ is a type of business that allows and I got, I got excited and I, I know uh, I don't know if y'all can hear it in my voice my econ is the type of business that makes people be accountable okay you you want to repair your credit start depending on people who ain't gonna do nothing I get time and time again people saying oh 
this person didn't do my credit right and I was going over and and I've been paying them money and everything like that. But when you get into my econ, if you do it yourself, you know what the hell you're doing. Yep. Simple as that. So thank you for saying that because I didn't even know you were in my econ. Oh my God. But if you would have, when we were sitting at that table in Atlanta when I came there and you would have told me that, I would have been a part of your organization. So this goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you are in a multi-level marketing company, hash um, slash network marketing company, if you are not telling people what you do, you miss the hell out on that person being on in your organization and rocking because realtors cannot discuss credit repair. They can discuss credit repair. Okay, I'm, let me back up. They can discuss credit repair with their clients, but they cannot operate on a credit repair level because that's not our, that's not where our licenses is. All we do is put them in and let them do what they have to do. That's all. So if you were in a company like my econ and you have um, a person who's your upline and just like Yvette and can t- help you all with my econ, it's cool. Cause I have in my, I'm in my econ, but I have actually have a credit repair, no, a, a, excuse me, a co- consumer credit attorney who backs me. I don't have to even talk to my people about it. She backs me. But I'm, t- you bet, I'm just tell you this from now on, tell everybody what you do and what and how you do it that's a word to the wise i will take that into consideration because i tell you all the people that i share about my econ is my clients i usually like i don't go live and talk about my econ because i'd be so busy talking about taxes all the time so i know no 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 no. hold on hold on hold on on. i didn't say that you know what that's what i I say say. i usually only tell my clients but I probably gonna, like I said, next I'm gonna change that because I know next year a lot of people are gonna need help with stuff, especially with these loan modifications and things that they have taken, and the fact mm-hmm. that a lot of people's mm-hmm. money has changed and they're gonna need help to, you know, shake the outcome of whatever happened with their credit in 2020. And the fact that a lot of companies right. are forgiving, yeah. I'm going to help them get their stuff mm-hmm. together next year. So it will probably be more talk that it will be a three. I'll just, like I said, I was going to be more telling of the story of what my econ had did to help me get this free. Good. Because it was, like I said, I tell everybody, they was one Good. third of the reason. One, one third was my econ. One third was my job. One third was my business. And then I was able in 28 mm-hmm. months to pay off 98K on a house to be debt free. So think about if you add, if you talk to, to people about my econ, how much more money, that $98,000 that you paid off in debt, girl, guess what? You could, you could take that money and put it in the bank right now because your debt is paid off. Exactly that part I talk like I said I talk to people all the time because mm-hmm. my when when I talk to people about what um your life should look like 
people got in their mind that if they make six figures, they're going to be okay. If they make seven figures, they're going to be okay. But it's not a number. It's how financially whole you are as a person. Because I know people that's have, I got people making $50,000 a year living their best life. And you would swear they got a whole lot more Ooh. money in their pocket than what, within what they actually have. But it's because their overhead Boom. and debt is down. Because again, I, I just encourage people to pay off their house all the time. I don't care if you got a new house, old house, what house you got. Pull all your money on your house. Then you know people, you know, they listen to other people. They're like, well, I got this credit card and it's like 14%. I say, yeah, but that credit card like $2,000. You owe $200,000 on your house. Where your money should be going? You mm. you owe way more. So what the, the percent that the the interest rate is two point two five, but you got to think about it. The way that the tax law is set up right now, most people that live south of the Mason Dixon line, you're not even itemizing because the standard deduction is too high. You're not able mm. to take advantage of that. So that house is not doing anything for you. It's it was already a liability that was an asset, but still on the liability side because you didn't own it. And even and I tell people when you pay off your house, it's an asset because it, it contributes to my net worth. But if I didn't have income mm. to be able to say, let me refinance and get some money out, it'd just be another asset because I couldn't get the money out of it. Because if you don't have some cash positive income, nobody's not gonna loan you no money on your on your equity. Not a good loan. Because you know, there's companies that will put a lien on your house and give you some money. But I mean to get a real like to get a HELOC from a bank. You got to show that you're going to be having the ability to pay mm -hmm. it back unless you are an older person where you get a reverse mortgage. And that's a whole nother question, a whole nother story. But I mean, most normal people, okay. they, they could be sitting on a house worth $300,000 paid off and can't get a dime out of it because they don't have no income. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Girl, so we're going over a little bit, but I got to ask you this last question. Tax season is coming up. Is coming up. So, um, what do small business and entrepreneurs need? They to need to make for? sure that they have a good profit and loss statement together. They need to have documentation. Mm. Documentation beat conversation. Mm. If you're applying for these grants and you say that you have employees, you better make sure you got these employees on payroll and you paying them. And that's another thing people confuse employees with contractors. If you are not paying the person that's underneath you with a W-2, they are not your employee. They are a contractor. If they are 1099 person, you issuing a 1099, they are a contractor. Please stop telling people that you got employees mm -hmm. when they a contractor because, again, you say employees, you may put down and in your mind think they're employees, but they're not. And also your contractor may start trying to believe that they're an employee and try to hold you to the standard of what an employee is, which is different with a contractor. Mm -hmm. So please know if you have an employee, that means that you're paying them with a W-2. They have a payroll service. You're going to have forms like 941s, W-3s, 1096. If you don't know none of those forms and you just giving out 1099s, you have contractors. Make sure that are issuing 1099 mm. to your contractors so that way if you're saying i got 10 contractors underneath me but you're not issuing them 1099s you don't have no contractors it's just you make sure you have some good like i said wow. property law statements 
you have so many you do not have to use quickbooks they have um sunriseapp.com they have waveapp.com which are free bookkeeping systems you connect it to your bank account it pull all your bank transactions in and you start reconciling them if you're not sure about how to click it and where to click it you call the company up and they walk you through it it's free same thing if people people who are on this call wow. listening and they're using QuickBooks. If you don't know what you're doing, call up QuickBooks. That's what you pay them for. Let them walk you through the transactions. That's what they do. So there's okay. no reason why you shouldn't have a good, you know, and when you do your transactions correctly, it automatically generates your profit and loss, your cash flow statement, balance sheet. You don't have to do anything for that. All you have to do is just the, the transactions and reconcile them to the right accounts. After you do that, it's going to generate all those reports for you that you're going to be able to give to someone else to say, "Hey, um, my profit, uh, yeah, I took, I made a hundred thousand, but my profit was only thirty-nine thousand. But on this thirty-nine thousand, how much can you lend me?" It's a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And make sure okay, okay. you have a cash positive but business girl. that you have put some money away for taxes. Now, eight, January 15th Woo! of 2021 is the last fourth quarter payment for taxes for business, whether they are S Corp, a partnership, a C Corp, or you have a Schedule C in your personal return. If you don't have that, what you should be doing is looking at your profit and loss statement and whatever that number is, that's your net profit. If you got a Schedule C, times that by 15.3% and start saving the money to pay taxes. Huh? Why are you giving too, too much information? Hold on, stop it. Stop, pause, cut. Too much information. If they want more of that, they need to contact you. So how can people get oh, in contact well, with you? Um, you can call my office. The telephone number is 770-461- four eight two nine and they can get on my calendar i got like a 10 minute tax talk that i talk to people for free all the time 10 minutes give you some tips to get to for yourself to get ready um if people need a business consultation most of the time they will that will evolve from the talk so from the talk i would basically tell them what solution they need some of them may just need a tax consultation some of them may be ready to do their taxes and then we'll at that time i'm already setting them up to tell them hey um the best thing for you to do is come in here and talk to me quarterly or meet with me on zoom quarterly because i have clients in 42 states and four countries so every not everybody is coming to my office in fayetteville georgia um i just tell people all the time that's the best way you call the phone number which is 770-461-4829 we have young ladies that answer the phone all the time and they will put you on my calendar to speak to me just tell them you want a free tax talk they already know what it is and they put you on the calendar um if they want to follow me on social media i'm i'm on TikTok, facebook instagram twitter at yvette knows best or bsu llc that's the company best services unlimited so is the acronym for that and they can reach me even when i post on all of these platforms regularly oh and they can look up yvette d best on linkedin if they want to connect to me on linkedin because i'm on there too and so is the company best services unlimited llc it's on linkedin as well 
So we give out a lot of content. There's no reason why they can't do be great with their business because we give out a lot of a lot of business content. Like I said, I have individual people taxes that we do, but usually these individual taxes are people who are business owners. So they're like S corps, partnerships, and C corps, and we're just doing their personal returns. We don't have that many mm-hmm. personal people that just come in with their W twos and want us to do their taxes because I'm encouraged them to do their own taxes. Good. That's why. That's why I got you on this podcast because we are strictly business. We're strictly yeah. helping people with their business information. Awesome, awesome, and amazing. So, you guys, I know we went a little over, but man, if you are ending 2020 with uh, questions, y'all need to get with my girl Yvette. So. Miss Yvette, do you have a discount for or something you can help the um, listeners with? If you do not have, um, well, we might have some people who individual that have jobs. If you don't have a home-based business, I would definitely encourage you to join my econ and get you a home-based business in place so you can start um, tapping into all of the 475 taxes of First of all, I'm mean, talking about, talking about um, as far as services. Also, for just taxes alone, see, the thing about it is, it's, it's, it's the 30th. So I was doing tax planning all this week. It's it's really too late to really do anything for 2000 and now. The only thing they can really do is mm. get their receipts, make sure they're checking over all the expenses that they've done make sure they're taking out their bank statements really looking over the, over their business bank accounts and making sure they they're tracking all the expenses that they may have had um especially because you know a lot of people were spending money but not getting money in but they still had regular expenses because some of them didn't have ppp loans or the um sba loan but if you want to be ready for this next round of money you just got to get all of your documentation in a row. That is going to be so crucial to be able to get any type of funding because you you don't forget about the PPP and the SBA loan. Local areas give out money. People give out grants. I mean, even our business, we was get we got the Facebook grant. We had to give in stuff paperwork to them, and if we wouldn't have had no paperwork to show we was cash positive, we would not have gotten a grant. Hmm. Okay, so what can you do if someone says, I need your training or I need your services as a business owner or I guess personal since you threw it in there. But I'm really focused on small businesses and what what my um, what my what my um, guests can do for small businesses. So if someone called your business as a small business or entrepreneur, what can you do to um, help them as far as um, getting their stuff together? And um, are you giving out any, I need you to give out a discount because they were on this. um, Oh no, that's not a problem. Like I said, everything starts with that call. We already have a discount that's in place. Anyone that's brand new that comes to our firm, if they come from the, it's a $50, discount for any new client coming in for tax services if they come in and they're from the podcast all they have to do is mention the podcast and we're able to do that for a hundred dollars off 
the services because that's not a problem because we know they're coming from the podcast and nine out of ten if they're listening to your podcast you know they need help with their businesses because why would we come to wine for wednesdays except to find out ways to help each other in business um so but everything starts from that initial mm-hmm. phone call so i always tell people to contact me 770-461-4829 get on the calendar with a free tax talk it's 10 minutes and then from there you you leave from that call basically with your next action whether it's you're going to come to the office and you already get a quote because i like to listen to your conversation listen to what the situation is and give you the price Mm -hmm. at that time so unlike other places where you come in and you wait until the end and they give you some price no we give you everything up front before you even come to the office or if you need on the phone you can pay me all right all right all right so you guys heard it here and you heard it on wonderful conversations and um hey i want to thank you Yvette for being on me and you had a real good conversation. <laughs> That's why I like you, girl. When yes, I came to Atlanta, we had a good time with Copeland. Oh, man, we really did. <laughs> Look, it, it had got so bad that we was there for another group, and me and you was politicking so good, the owner of the group was like, wait a minute, hold on. This is not what this is about. We, still, we, we love us still. <laughs> we love us still. You I'm know who she I'm, is? I'm, we got to get back together real quick. And that's my and best. She was friend. just down friend. here, and I had seen her post on Facebook. I said, "I wish I would have known you was here. I would have definitely wanted to come and eat with you again." Right, but she wasn't going nowhere because Atlanta is hot for real. But okay, so we're gonna end this one here. And I know y'all got a whole lot of helpful information, and it's gonna take you into the new year. And I know this is December thirtieth. This is the last December 30th that you're going to get to in a while. I mean, well, to the next year. This is 2020, December 30th. The last, almost the last day of the year. We almost, we we 10.06 over here. And so you got a few more hours to get your stuff together. So please call Miss Yvette. She gave you all her information. Miss Yvette D. Best. So if somebody has a name of Yvette D. Best, the best, the best. She has to be the best. All right. This is Valicia L. Williams, and I'm. This is Wonderful Conversations, and I want you to tell a friend about this, this about this podcast because guess what? It's going to be a whole lot more coming up next year and the weeks to come. And look here. Remember, I want to leave you with this. If someone speaks bad about you, it's because they feel bad about themselves. I want y'all to uplift people in praise pray meditate manifest speak things in existence and oh my god if you speak it if you say it speak it well if you speak it believe it you can do it thank y'all i know this went over our time but she gave us so much information and i wanted to make sure that you got you guys had it all the way down to your president signing that bill and making sure we are okay. I want to make sure everybody's all right. I don't care what kind of business you are in. It could be multi-level marketing slash network marketing, or it could be your own traditional business. I want to make sure everybody is okay, all right? Because guess what? Sales ain't that damn hard. 
This is Valicia L. Williams, and I am signing out. Goodbye. Thank you so much, Yvette, for oh, joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And good night, everybody. Just be blessed out there. And please make 2021 way better than it was this year. Hey.